Welcome to the Craving Wolves podcast. This is Karl van Jerden bringing to you the third episode of this mini-series regarding drinking and alcohol. Today's episode I'll discuss about how drinking is a social thing, a social construct, and in general how society affects your drinking and you wanting to drink. Let's go! Boom! Okay, social drinking... Drinking to be social. Let's start today's episode to talk about how people start drinking because it is that peer pressure. Okay, we all had it. Uh, me personally had it with smoking, drinking, all of that. The one day I was sitting there just chilling with a friend. I think I drank once before, like when I was oh, still in primary school. That was really weird because, I mean, we all were out one night. Just why I was at the party, I have no idea, but I was at the party. It's a big house party and we all were just chilling and we sat in this one guy's room and just chilled and then all of a sudden they like, yeah, drink a beer. And I drank a beer and it was, ugh, it tasted like shit. Yeah, so then they're like, yeah, here's some sour, here's some vodka, which I had like, I think, one cap full of each, and then I said I was wasted, but, well, maybe I was wasted, I didn't feel very good, but, yeah, was it really that bad? I don't know. But, yeah, so that that was the first time I drank, and then I think when I was 16, me and a friend was just one night, we were sitting also on a weekend away, the fire was there, and he just said, okay, let's drink. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I, I didn't actually drink, I did that one time before, it sucked. He's like, oh, it's not that bad, don't worry about it. And then we just sat up drinking the whole night, just like apple ciders. It was not, yeah. It was chilled, no arm or anything like that. And then the next morning, the sun already came up and we were like, shit, we need to go sleep. And then later we woke up, it wasn't actually that bad. But yeah, that's, that's how I started drinking. And every time, like, I never had to drink or anything like that. Then every time there's a party, it's like, oh, let's drink, let's drink. Okay, okay, it's cool. I mean, my parents do it. My sister does it. I do it. My friends does it. Everybody does it. So why not? You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> yeah, there was, it slowly builded like that. One day we're like, yeah, let's drink hard liquor. And the first time I like bought and drank my own bottle of brandy, I passed out. I couldn't remember how I got home. People had to carry me up and down stairs and shit like that. It was horrible. I still, it was always just a social thing. So every time we go out, hey, do you want a drink? Yeah, sure. And there were many times that people also told me, listen, yeah, maybe take it slow. So a lot of times we went weekends away drinking and all that. And there were times people were like, okay, drink one drink, drink one Coke, drink one drink, drink one Coke. And then you can at least limit it. For me, I always try to go all out. I can drink more. It's nothing. I don't get drunk that easily, blah, blah, blah. It's also just all shit stories, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just that drinking from drinking to be social and it is a social thing it is fun to drink i know that and a lot of people 
you need that Dutch courage, as I say. And a lot of people, they cannot speak to women, but they really want to. And then they have a few drinks and then they speak to women and it is nice. And it's not like they do it every weekend or every social gathering. It's just sometimes they use it for them to, to help them a bit. And other people, they get one sip of it and then they feel, ah, this is nice. And then it happens a bit more often. So then it goes a bit past the social part. Like just how the, the social activities is set up around it. Because yeah, I'm not actually sure that the thing is, it's not the only thing to do but it becomes the only thing to do in your mind. So then rather than say, listen here, let's go play putt-putt, it's like, no, listen here, let's go drink. And while you do anything, I know at school, university, what starts in school, not for everybody, but a lot of people start drinking in university. Some people don't go to university, but like in their 20s, they'll start drinking and there's no reason for them to start it's just oh social they're drinking i'm gonna drink some people get pressured into starting oh drink it's not that bad you can do it and then they start drinking some people from a religious point of view they just don't drink at all well done some people just don't drink because they don't want to and they it's not because of a religious point of view it's just they saw basically what alcohol did to certain people and they're like nah I ain't fucking turning out like that. Yeah, I know there's a YouTuber, a gamer YouTuber that, like, he's really cool, Balmy, and he also, I had laughed so hard, and people were also talking to him and be like, yo, one day you'll start drinking and everything, and he's just like, dude, I'm German, I'm 19, if I haven't drank until today, I'm not gonna drink. <laughs> so that was quite funny, but also, like, not for religious point of view, just, you know, he does not want to drink. And that's quite epic because prevention is better than cure. For me, yeah, I, I enjoyed my social drinking and it was not necessarily that I drank during the week or anything like that. Uh, the latter part of my drinking career, again, career, if you will. <laughs> there were a few times that I, I was drinking during the week. It became that, like, when I knew, listen, yeah, it's becoming bad. Because my, my biggest problem was not actually, like, the the consistency of drinking. It was more the, the if, whenever I drank, I balls to the wall. I tried to push my limits every single time. And especially, like, when you're social and people are like, yeah, you can't drink that much. Excuse me? You think I can't? Let me show you. And if I just had that dedication with some other things, I <laughs> would probably have been a bit further in life. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the social thing where people in our society, it is encouraged to drink. There's nothing wrong with drinking socially, having a few beers when you're out with your friends, just chilling. It's a mood in answer. You know, you have a few beers, you like just settle in, you relax, you party with your friends, you maybe get up the courage to dance a bit, you move a bit more, you have a nice night. There's a beautiful woman dancing a bit with her. It's epic. And if it stays like that, of course, it's not a problem. But for a lot of people, it does not stay like that. And then that one time you're like, ah, oh, okay, I'm drinking, I'm dancing, this girl, it's so fun. And then when you should say, okay, that same night, okay, let's 
call it a night. It was good fun. And then later, you know, let's talk to the girl or anything like that. You push and push and push. And then on a certain time, even the girl will be like, no, thank you. This dude is just getting drunk or something like that. And then you ruin your own opportunity for whatever that could have been. But the other part is you continue it. You don't mess it up with a girl or anything, but you maybe have the next morning you had plans. And now all of a sudden you're hungover because you enjoyed yourself a bit too much. And now those plans are ruined with whomever. And then it boils back down to the part that your word is your honor and that you're not honoring your word or you can't honor your word because you feel like shit and you don't want to. There were a few times that I had to go work when I was hungover, when I was still a bit boozed. It, guys, it's horrible. <laughs> don't do it. It's really bad, especially in South Africa in the summer when the sun is at peak physical condition the sun is really get out there he's a fitness bunny and he just loves to burn the living shit out of you while you have hangover <laughs> so guys try to be careful with that i know there's a lot of people that has a lid on it and they go out for a beer or two they chill they don't actually get drunk i have a friend which he barely gets drunk if he feels he's a bit drunk he just stops drinking and like really oh, that is so good I, I don't know like from my perspective i don't know how to do that that's why i completely stopped but having a friend you know having seeing there is people that can do it really well done for that because i mean you know yourself you're honest with yourself and you're like okay listen i'm getting to a point that i don't like not being in control and that is epic because then you can stop and there's a lot of people that get that feeling, but still they go on. So it starts off socially. Yes, okay, drinking with friends, not that bad. Drinking with friends, not that bad. And I was drinking with friends. What happened? Hmm, let's try a cigarette. Now I want to smoke like my friends, okay? Another social thing. Then I started smoking. Not long, I smoked and I drank. And guys, I just want to say, of course, this is not bashing my friends or anything like that. It was my own choice to start. So, guys, don't worry about it. It's not bashing my friends. They didn't make me or force me to start. It's my own choice. There was a time that I stopped smoking for, I think, three weeks or something like that. And I took a sip of beer. And as I took that sip of beer, I was automatically, guys, give me a cigarette. Okay. <laughs> it starts off socially, and then it becomes a problem. So how can it become a problem? I would say, for me, there were a few times that when the switch happened or anything like that, I don't actually know, but that challenge that people put in front of me, like, yo, you need to stop, you can't handle it, or something like that, it's always, fuck you guys, I can do anything, I don't have to listen to you, so that was the one part, and the other part is, when you drink, you, you forget, and it basically, it numbs the pain, without you realizing it, you know that there's some shit going on in your life that you don't want to deal with. First of all, you have to deal with that shit. I'm still busy with it, trying to sit down with myself. And it is really hard, guys, because it's not easy dealing with your own shit, okay? It sucks. You don't have all the answers. You don't know what to do, but that's what you have to do. So try and deal with these things. But then you know, okay, great. I can go drink and then it won't be that bad. And I feel better and while I'm drinking while I'm drunk I feel better I feel more confident it's like just life is better 
But the only shit that you're making is that you're just delaying your suffering. And then afterwards, the suffering is just worse because then you have other things that you need to worry about because, say, again, you gave your word to somebody and you now are fucking up that plans or you're not... You don't even show up to the plans or something like that. And of course, while you're drunk, you always make excuses. And there's so many things that you do while you're drunk that you technically, like people need to put their phones away. I mean, dop and dial is what we call that. Uh, <laughs> but like phoning people or texting people while you're drunk is not a good idea. Try to cut that shit out, guys. There, there was a lot of things said, and and that 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 is that brings me to a very very big point. People using the excuse, "No, I was drunk." Fuck you, guys. It's not an excuse, okay? And I use that often, and that's the thing. Society accepts that, which is bullshit, okay? There were a few times then I said shit, which was extremely hurtful. I did shit, which was even worse which i discussed in previous episodes and then no i was drunk Yo, fuck you you were drunk you were still doing it i still did those things i still said those things i still hurt people i was still not a very nice guy just say yeah i was drunk and socially acceptable and other people will say like i there were times that i was angry at myself and i said dude i said this and no excuses it's bad you can't say things like that and then the society, again, will say, oh, it's not that bad. You were drunk. It's okay. It's not an excuse, guys. If you get into a state where you say what you apparently don't mean, you should not be getting into that state, okay? And that makes it really difficult because alcohol is freely available. It's not a problem as some people would see it. Some people does see it as a problem, which is nice. Keep it on, guys. Some people realize that it's affecting them more than they want to, and they stop. Well done, guys. Really good job. And I know it is not easy. As I said, for me, it was a lot harder to stop with alcohol because of society and because how widely it's accepted in society than cigarettes. Because cigarettes, there are still a lot of people that be like, ugh, you stink and you smell like shit, you look like shit because you smoke like this. and then, So then they will also like bash smoking. They'll say, don't smoke. Ugh, it's disgusting. You know, that I think maybe is one of the reasons that smoking was easier to stop but also of course alcohol and like i i have a lot of issues that i did not deal with so the more these issues became the more i drank and the more i when i was on a weekend i wanted to get away from this and it's not necessarily that i always knew what this was because i didn't sit with myself i was not real with myself to say listen yeah this and this and this was fucked up okay you did not do the right thing there try to do better next time you know see how you can do better next time plan this shit and that's what you need to do but rather we go out because society accepts it and we go out and we go drink let's just try to drink our problems away and believe me guys i tried there's also the part where like the social part of drinking I think people need to be careful of is that they it's it's the gateway like 
you know, it, it starts off with social drinking, then it becomes a bit more hardcore drinking. And some people then say, okay, like I'm, I enjoy a glass of wine with food. And then when they go to a restaurant, they enjoy a glass of wine and it's fine. There's no problem with that. But then after a while, they the same is they'll drink a glass of wine when they get home. And yeah, okay, I'm just using wine as an example now, but then they drink something when they get home. Not while they're eating, just when they get home, they just like unwind, you know, like just chill a bit. And then next week you have a bit more drinks because, you know, oh, it was hard at work. Like my boss was a total asshole. And if it was right or wrong, nobody cares. But now you're all of a sudden drinking too. Then the next week you go out, you go to a restaurant and you have a drink with dinner and then you see somebody, oh, hey, how's it going? And then you have a few more drinks. And this just builds up and builds up and builds up. And then before you know it, you, you drink a lot more. And because subconsciously, your brain will be like, ah, oh, okay, cool. Now I'm a bit, this is making me a bit more comfortable when I feel like this because I feel really good when you're drunk. You usually feel fantastic because you're confident, you're strong, you don't worry too much about certain things. It'll be like, okay, now maybe drink a bit more or go drink again or can you, like, how can I get back to that feeling? Same with addiction. Like, how can I get that feeling back? I want that feeling because that feeling is epic. So we really need to be careful because it can really convert so quickly from social drinking to a problem. The thing that I want to hammer on in this episode is just because society widely accepts drinking and alcohol and getting drunk of course getting drunk is not always accepted because nobody wants to deal with a drunk idiot just because it is so vastly accepted does not mean that it's the right thing or that it is a good thing there's a lot of things that i disagree with society and for me, I'm actually really glad about that because some things I, it, uh, it's, how can I say, like general music that the society likes is just not for me. So I'm a metalhead myself. Yeah, there's certain things that just that normal pop radio music I find is really shit. Sometimes I feel the same way about society's opinions so i think that's a good thing what i want to say guys is really be careful because like the pressure you get from society and how normal it became to drink it can be a slippery slope and again guys i know it is not everybody there's a lot of people that has a lid on it that's okay to drink a few drinks and just chill and it's not a problem but there's other people that it becomes a problem and they don't admit it and that is a problem guys that is a big problem because you don't see it as a problem and it can affect not only yourself but the people around you and that is important because people don't want to see you suffer okay it's a point that I bring up a few times and I will continue bringing it up because you have people in your life that gives a fuck about you, okay? Now, rather than like trying to numb the pain or, and the thing is, it's not necessary that you're trying to numb the pain, but your body wants to numb the pain. You subconsciously go decide to drink and drink a bit more. And then after a while, it's so hard to control to say, listen, yeah, I've reached my limit. I'm going to stop drinking tonight. 
Okay, maybe one more. Okay, maybe one more. Again, there's society. And a girl is like, ooh, buy me another round. Okay, she can't drink alone. I'll drink another one. Things like that, guys. It, it's, it becomes this, like, it's really the snowball effect that it has. Where it becomes, oh, just drinking with friends to, ugh, my life is fucking miserable. I'm going to drink a bottle of whiskey. And some people condition themselves. And it becomes expensive, guys. Seriously, like, I mean, because you can, your tolerance builds up and then all of a sudden you, it's not just one bottle of whiskey, you need to buy two. So then all of a sudden your money is gone as well. And yeah, it can so quickly start affecting the bigger things in your life that before you, and it's literally the smallest thing, guys. It can be the smallest thing that turns into this fucking horrible piece of shit thing that you're addicted to and Again, because society just accepts it. So, guys, I I really want to say, please be careful with drinking. If you know you have a handle on it, don't worry about it. But in general, guys, try to say, you know, fuck alcohol. You don't need it. Okay, there's a lot of things that you can do without it. And there's a lot more that you can do without it. Even the same thing like, yeah, it complements my food. Okay, so... Eat something else then. I I never I was never a wine drinker, so I don't know exactly like what wine complements and how it apparently makes your food great. And again, guys, if you have a lid on it, well done. But sometimes you need to look at it and you see, okay, listen, yeah, this is just an excuse so that I can drink. Okay, this complements this food. Okay, but it complements all the other foods apparently as well because you're drinking it with all your food, and then it complements your dessert as well and your breakfast oh now it's already your breakfast so you're drinking in the morning can you see what you see what's happening here you know so guys ugh, i cannot stress the importance of like how social the social acceptance of alcohol is such a fucked up thing really of course this is my opinion <laughs> And if you've been listening to the podcast this long, thank you very much. But I I really appreciate that you've been listening to the podcast. And by now, you know, like I'm just ranting about my opinion. Uh, if you don't feel the same way, please feel free not to listen. If you feel that we need to discuss this or debate this, feel free to check the link in the description and contact me on one of my platforms, like all, what, all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of those type of things, uh, Twitter. <laughs> and, you know, like get in contact with me. I, I like to discuss these type of things and hear, people, hear people's opinion about it. It's important that you have like outside perspectives because it's not just one thing. So I'd like to hear about this, guys. So this week's habit of choice, (laughs) habit of the week, I would say, guys, make a habit of exercising in the morning. What does this entail? It does not mean that you need to go run a marathon every single morning, okay? It does not mean that you need to go to the gym and become Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger or something like that. It means like get up and move a bit to get your heart rate elevated a bit. There are so many benefits of this. You get up, you move a bit, your heart rate's up, your body's awake, you you release dopamine. Okay, 
So there already you feel better. Then your metabolism is going. So you're going to burn a little excess fat. There's so many benefits of getting up and doing some sort of workout for 20 minutes or half an hour in the morning. So for me, I chose running at the moment. My knee is a wreck. So I need to fix that. But I enjoy running and outside, of course, in nature. I go out. I Sometimes I play music. Sometimes I listen to motivational shit. Sometimes I even listen to podcasts. Sometimes I listen to nothing because I don't want to get too dependent on listening to shit. Otherwise, I don't want to run because I don't have something to listen to. So I would say the habit of the week is do some morning exercise. Okay, I don't know what your morning routine is. I already like challenge you try to stand up at the same time. But try to stand up, get up and go for a run. Do some workout at home. Do some star jumps. You know, do some star jumps, get the heart rate moving, few push-ups, few sit-ups. I knew people that was, they were never in a gym, but they were insanely strong. They, it was really, literally, if you greet this guy, he just squeezes your hand and you want to cry like a little bitch because this guy is just insanely strong. And the one time I asked him, like, how, like, how are you so strong? And you, it's not like you're eating and shit, but you still stay slim. Like, how do you do it? And he told me, it's one thing. When I wake up, I do 100 push-ups and I do 100 sit-ups. Every fucking morning. Guys, really respect, okay? Try to do that exercise in the morning. It helps. And the thing is, if you say usually like you cannot exercise because you don't have time, Go to bed half an hour earlier, wake up half an hour earlier, and in that half an hour earlier, you start exercising. You have it, guys. Because now you've already done that exercise, and you can just continue like going on with your day, as if you have never done that. So look at it, guys. There, there's always time. And I know you can do it. So for the habit of the week, try to start exercising in the morning, as soon as you get up. Thank you very much for listening to the Craving Wolves podcast, guys. I really appreciate it. Please check the link tree in the description. Connect with me. I'd love to hear your opinions about the podcast. I'd love to hear your opinions in general about addiction. If you think I'm talking a bunch of horseshit, tell me about it. If you think, listen here, this podcast really helped me. It gave me the right part of perspective. I would love to hear your opinion of these things, guys. So connect with me if you can. Also, please show your support on Patreon. I have a Patreon page where I release some extra content. I talk about some extra things, maybe not always related to addiction, but I'll put it on Patreon. And if you want to hear it, talk about it or see it, let me know. So that's it for this week's episode. It's quite a long one, guys, but thank you very much for listening. Stay safe, stay strong, and most of all, stay unique.